welcome to Chats For You, the podcast where I, James Walker, talk to people I like for you, the public. And that is really all it is. Like, basically, I try and talk to people I like and they sometimes let me. It's a great, it's a great premise, really. In this episode, episode 42, I talk to the comedian Ian Sterling. But um, firstly, uh, I've just got to say, don't have to say, but I want to say, a sincere thing, okay, oh, a bit of sincerity, you might not like sincerity, maybe you're not a fan, and then a fun thing, and then the chat, but the first two bits will be over very quickly, because I'm, I'm aware that this may very well be the first time you listen to this podcast, and you've got absolutely no connection to past episodes, and, that, and I'm about to say a nice thing about people listening for a while, but you might not have. That annoys me as well. If you're watching a video and a guy's like, oh, thanks for coming on this journey with me, guys. And you're like, this is the first thing I've watched of you, mate. Get on with it. But that's, that might be exactly what you're thinking right now. But it's about to be over quickly. Okay. Basically, it's been two years since I did the first interview for this podcast. It was with Tony Law. It was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, so if you've listened to a few of them or just one of them or none of them. No, not none of them. If you've listened to some of them, or one of them, or all of them, thank you. If you've listened to none of them, uh, you you can't hear this, so that's all right. Um, yeah, so thank you if you've listened to all of them, if you've helped get the word out about it. That's very nice of you. Thanks. Thank you. And, yeah, I'm not good with sincerity, so that's why this is taking me a while. And the fun thing, uh, because of uh, all the chats I've done and... Uh, my chats, my experience in the field of chat. I'm doing my first one on stage soon. An on stage chat. Imagine what that'll be like. People watching me um ask questions. That'll be that'll be weird. I've not had that before. But at least it's a good environment for that to happen in. Like at a gig. If you're watching someone ask questions at a gig that's a, it's a, already been arranged, it's a show, you know what's happening, it's fine. But if like the people at the gig just sort of like crowded around me talking to a guy in the park asking him stuff that'd be weird wouldn't it yep didn't like that but yep so there we go sincere thing done fun thing done chat with Ian Sterling here listen to it now it was good he is nice so Ian have you got any um, requirements I have to fulfill uh, before we chat pre-chat like a sort of a rider at a gig or anything like yeah, that yeah I do I need to have a tiny bottle of Diet Coke. Okay, well, we've got, you can't tell listeners, but we've got that. It's absolutely tiny. It is only it's only 200 mils, which is the smallest bottle I've ever seen. I also need to be in a cafe uh, where the music upstairs is turned off, but the music downstairs has to still be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very specific, but good. Yeah. And then finally, I need to have uh, a sort of like grandmother's sofa that I can yeah. sit on with a sort of wooden arm. It's sort of uh, very uh, good that I take like, one of those with me to everywhere I go anyway, like to all the chats. It's amazing. Well, in that case, I'm very ha- I'm very happy with the situation. Yeah. I've never understood these sofas that are really comfortable and they've got wooden arms. Yeah, that's a bit of a weird Such thing. Such a waste, because now that's really, that's horrible. Now, who do we talk to about that? I think the owner. I think we should say something. This podcast is a perfect way to get these sorts of chairs eliminated from society. Yeah, that's mainly what I try and do with it. 
Rush, so, that's your mantra. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get chairs fixed, please. Yeah. Please. Got to be polite. It's better than you, Kips, mate. Better than you, Kips. <laughs> um, so, Ian, when was the last time you seen what you were doing, just a situation in life, and thought, I am a silly boy? Oh, man, I do get that quite a lot. Probably more when I was doing kids' TV. So I done a lot at university. And then there would come a point every day where I'd look over at a 36-year-old man lay on my feet with his hand up a puppet dog. And I was talking to the puppet dog. And I thought, why, how is this a thing now? Why am I doing this as a job? And then one time, and the last time was about five years, four years ago, I was dressed up as Shakespeare's wife in um, Stratford-upon-Avon, 12 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, singing a song about Shakespeare, while loads of Japanese tourists took photos of me. And that's when I thought, why? What, yeah, what's going on here? What's happened to my life? <laughs> I'm a silly boy. It's a nightmare. So that is something you think often? Yeah. When you do stand-up or anything... I mean, you do get points when you're just talking about your penis to, like, lots of strangers. Yeah. And you're like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. It's a weird choice. It's such a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. Just t- talking about my testicles or something. And then all these people are looking at you and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> That's how I make my- This is my living now. <laughs> yeah. You can't put this in a CV. Oh, God. So, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think... Uh- so the point where you uh, think you're silly is when you realise it's sort of like they're listening to you saying this stuff about your testicles and you get annoyed at them for being there even though it's like a gig? No, it's more I'm having like an outer body experience where I'm watching a man talk about his testicles to people he doesn't know. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm that man. So do you, you then try and introduce yourself to everyone so that they know you then and it's not as weird? I don't know. I do. Just Absolutely. Do you know, like how when you leave a gig, sometimes people are signing stuff, just like introduce yourself. Like, All right, yeah. So it's fine about the testicle thing. We know each other a bit. Well, that, if the testicle thing gets a laugh, then you've told a joke and it's fine. Yeah. It's where you don't get a laugh, and then you are just telling people about your test because that's the thing about stand up. If it doesn't get a laugh, it is just talking. Yeah. And then if you're talking about something like your testicles, then I'm just talking about my testicles. Yeah to people I don't I've never met and that's all you ever talk about like that's your full set no I mean there's a heaven. bit at the beginning about referendum for about 40 seconds and then it's an hour of testicles <laughs> yeah. so people are wanting a testicle like based show if you want testicle based humour with minimal satirical comment I'm your man yeah. speak to Sterling there might be a new bit in the show about Terrible chairs with wooden arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, solid <laughs> testicle jokes. Will I get a cut of the earnings from that? Absolutely not. Okay. Unless I was, I was really hopeful when you said absolutely, and then you added. Unless not. you've got some sort of unique insight into my testicles that I can use um, for comedic purposes, but I don't think we know each other well enough. What yet. about the chairs? The chairs, though. Yeah, but I, that's I, not I, my. That's not getting bums on seats. That's not getting people in. Bums on seats, exactly what it's about. Oh, it is, it is Chair. A, that could be the name of the show. <laughs> Bums on seats, and if you're an old man, a bit of testicle because yeah. of the drooping. In brackets. Yeah, it's a long title. Yeah. So it might not be allowed. Mm. There's a crying baby. There's, there's noise going on in the background. I don't know. 
people would have picked up on that if yeah uh, we have not we are not near the baby the baby's loud yeah the I, baby is loud I don't want them to think that we're talking should about should we say something to the baby I wouldn't because I just wanted the listeners to know that we're not having a conversation about my testicles close to yeah. a child yeah the child's far away but loud mm. the child isn't quiet but near also I think if the baby knew it was for like my podcast he'd calm down he's like be a bit quieter it's a big the, deal the chair podcast the, the chair that is podcast. a new title but fine <laughs> that's what we're calling it <laughs> so but yeah I did always find that uh, when you talk like saying something personal on stage I always found it awkward like when I did stand up if I said something like that and then like you go and watch the rest of the show from the back and like everyone sees you coming out of the stand and like that's the guy that just Spoke about his testicles. Yeah, and the, there is something really weird. Once you eliminate the microphone and the lights and the stage and all that, you are just a bloke. So, like, when I went for a breakup, like, a while ago, a while ago now, and I'd talk about it really honestly on stage and be quite like, oh, I'm so upset and stuff. And it was fine. But then when you just stood next to him at the bar, you've kind of told that stranger all these things and you don't know anything about them. And it's a really weird... Yeah dynamic mm-hmm. to be in especially if it's like a new material night or something where people haven't paid to see you so they don't really know who you are so then they don't know who you are but they know so much about your life you don't know them and yeah. it's really awkward and you just want a drink oh, yeah so maybe strange. everyone in the venue should get up on stage and say share something personal to start with you are now just describing a sort of AA meeting yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is what stand up what's an AA meeting What's, what's that? I feel like I've created a thing. You know, an, an alcohol. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, it's like a never speak of the A. No, no, I was just doing a joke and the uh, act was actually like I came up with the idea to speak in front of people like that. Oh, right. Then, oh, I'm not very good at comedy, you see. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk a bit about your ideal audience member. Yes. So this is in terms of like age, mm-hmm. attire, and their vibe. You've got to take their vibe right. into account. And like, let's say maybe there's like an Ian Sterling uniform right. that all of your fans could wear to your shows. Right. What would you want it to be? My audience, I'd like them to be aged. Sort of. Actually, age doesn't matter, but childless. Right. That's very important to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friends that have having children recently, they're not as fun <laughs> as people without children. So childless. Um. Male or female. Yep. Um, blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> I like the specifics, it's good. British passport. <laughs> <laughs> and right right wing political opinions. I made that last bit up. Um, just up for a up for a laugh, and that sounds really stupid. But there's so when you look so many gigs, there's people who just are miserable. You'll get it. You'll have been to gigs like this. People are sad or angry yeah, at the yeah. very beginning. They have to, yeah. So just just not not. Can I yeah. not? I'm gonna say. Can I say decks? You can swear. You can say anything you want. Right. I, Daniel they, Sloss said cunt about three times. I hate that word. <laughs> but he is a total cunt. So that doesn't surprise <laughs> me that he said that. Basically, actually, no decks. And to someone that's not been to much comedy, they'll think that's me like mis- being like, oh, I love everyone. But there are so many decks at comedy right. clubs. Yep. No decks. Don't, people that don't talk, people that don't get upset for no reason. Just no decks. Yep. Nice people. Mm-hmm. And you were saying you want uh, them to be childless. Childless. You think cause, like, uh, it'd be good to like have a bouncer on the door to like stop this them getting in. 
so you should maybe trick them, get the bouncer to say, have you got any kids? And then they'd be like, oh yeah, here's a photo. And you're, like, you're not getting in. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got, my experience of people with kids, the photo, you wouldn't have to ask for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They would just exactly. have the photo. Yeah. If they had any giveaway signs, like they had sick on them, that wasn't their own sick, or if they... Yeah, you'd have to ask them, is that your own sick person? And like things like if they had that like dead behind the eyes look, yeah. like that I've not slept since Rangers were in the SPL. Sort of. Okay, I don't really get that reference, but I'll say it's a good one. Rangers have been in the SPL for years. That's oh, a joke. Yeah. And I can keep doing that joke for at least one more year. <laughs> I know nothing about football, so don't... neither do Rangers. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's very easy to find a parent. Yeah. So a photo in the wallet. Just tired, sort of not drinking. Yeah. All the telltale signs. Yeah. So, so they're not allowed in, basically. Nice people. If you're if you're not a dick and you've got a kid, that's allowed. No. Just, are we are we changing that then? You've got so, to just have lock it down, like. Right, okay. Childless non-dicks. Yeah. Is that all right? That's all right. It's and your then, choice, but like I just want you to. And like, my favorite color is orange, so maybe a, or, a something orange. Yeah, wearing yeah. Something orange. Something. You're not. You're not wearing anything orange right now. I know, but I'm. I'm. Oh no, I am. Look inside of my jacket. Oh yep, there we go. There we go. I stand corrected. Thank you. Uh, okay, if I were to uh, become you, right? Okay, steal your identity. Yeah. Uh, what would you say are the three things I'd have to get right? In other words, what makes Ian Sterling Ian Sterling? Okay. I'm late to everything. You're late to. You're very early today. That's because I was already at a thing and right. you met me at a thing. <laughs> yeah. I was late to that thing. Okay. Then after that thing, you were outside already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they made me on time. Yeah. I'm all. all you've got to always be late. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, always late. Um, I've always got some form of diary or notepad on me because without a diary or notepad, I, I would go insane and would just not do anything ever yeah and the third thing is I mean I, I eat pasta at least once a day I've already had my pasta quota today I have pa- I, I I j- tuna and pasta oh I hate tuna no tuna I'm afraid. Tuna. no tuna I'm afraid I don't like I don't like any food that feels like it's already been chewed right I don't like tuna I like tuna steaks yeah but tuna out of a tin yeah. Just as like someone's eating a tuna steak and spat it back into yeah. the tin. So you think that's what they're doing in the warehouses? It's disgusting. It's awful. So yeah, pasta once a day, minimum. I will have pasta for lunch and dinner most days. I like. I have a lot of pasta, so that's good. Right. Um, yeah, always late, notepad at all times. Yeah. So have you got your notepad on right now? I've got three. I think I've. Got, I might have four. I'm opening my bag. I've got one, two. I've got five. Anything you can share from any of them? I'll tell you, what, what was the last thing I wrote in my yeah. notepad? It'll probably be a joke, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Um, this is, I've written, this is, I've not done this on stage or anything. This is um, a bit about, do you remember when that green, the leader of the Green Party got absolutely roasted on LBC? So she went on this radio show in London and said, like, we want more houses built and stuff. Right. And they were like, where are you going to get the money from? And she just had no clue what yeah, she was talking yeah. about. And I've got a bit about only dicks prepare. So because if you're a dick politician, yeah. you're putting lots of effort to uh-huh. come up with excuses and reasons for why you've done something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if the Green Party, they just want the world to be in a nicer place, so she's not expecting anyone to jump down her throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's yeah. not prepared at all. Uh-huh. So yeah, that. 
That's good. That's nice. It's, a, it's not funny at all. And then my set from... It's a good exclusive, though. I like to get exclusive. Yeah. Oh, and um, my set from Russell... I've done, done a thing with Russell Howard on Friday. Yeah. And that's my set that i done. And then how long each bit is, because you're only allowed to do eight minutes on the TV show. Yeah. So, so you've probably you've got like nailed down to how long each bit yeah. is now. Yeah. So I'm, I don't normally do that, but I've written down how long each bit is. Yeah. So my Antigua story is three minutes and 30 seconds long. Oh, yeah, exactly. What can I say? That's amazing. That's, That's great. Because one of the things I like to get from people is an exclusive, and that felt like one. That's an exclusive. Ian Sterling's infamous Antigua bit yeah. is three minutes and 30 yeah, yeah, seconds yeah. That's long. That's how I'll plug the podcast. Like, yeah. Find out how long his Antigua set is exactly. And, and, and if it's funny enough, we don't know yet, it might be on that comedy, that Russell Hubbard right, comedy yeah, central yeah, yeah, yeah. show. But it might not be on that show. Do you ever have any idea like how much they're going to put in it? It'll be five minutes, yeah. but they've got loads of acts, so I might not get chosen. Oh, right, okay. So you're either going to be in it for five minutes or not at all. Sort of yeah, thing. yeah, I'll either be in it for five minutes doing a set or I'll not be in it at all. Right. So we'll find Let's out. Let's hope for the former. I hope for the former uh, for but you. But then, you don't know, then they might get you in the next series and you can do it again. I've still got the stuff. Yeah. Put it on YouTube. It'll get more views on YouTube than it will on the telly. Yeah, That's from, mad yeah. Thing. That's a mad thing about technology these days. What do you think of YouTube? It's pretty good, isn't it? I think I've just got loads of videos it. up there. I've not got I've got a lot of kids. I've not got much stand up. It's new though, so I've actually recorded my the show that I'm doing at um, my at my show everything. I've actually recorded that. I could record it in London last week, yeah. and I'm going to edit it together and put it on YouTube. I think for, give it to everyone yeah. for free. I've seen a lot of people do that recently. It's really good. Yeah, it's a really good idea. So I'll do that, and then hopefully more people will see what I do and be like, oh, he's not just some guy that does kids TV. Although I am that guy as well. Right. Yeah. But I'm and I'm happy to be that guy. But I'm also quite alright. Several different guys. I'm several different guys. All of them eat pasta. Yeah. <laughs> several different pasta obsessed guys. Yes. Uh, uh, pre-gig. Right. Okay, when you're having like the standard nerves, mm-hmm. okay, you're getting into your own headspace. Mm-hmm. In that moment, whose headspace would you rather be in? Like, whose confidence would you like to have? There's loads of comedians that are so calm before a gig, it makes me want to like kill them. <laughs> so like, well, the funny thing, the funny thing as well, like when you watch open spots, like yeah. new comedians. If you see a comedian backstage, a new comedian who's not nervous. They're either going to be incredible yeah. or an actual nutcase. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've not even met people like that. But there's a few comedians like, I don't know if you know any of these. There's a guy called Phil Wang. Yeah, yeah, I know Phil. Phil. I liked his friend show. Yeah, like. Phil Wang. Andrew Maxwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Slosser bet. Yeah, Daniel was saying he doesn't get nervous. He doesn't. I'm just, I'm like literally vaping like a motherfucker, be it pacing, talking it through my head, and they're all just. Chatting, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'm quite jealous of those guys. Yeah. I wish I was one of those guys. Maybe not Sloss, because as we've established, awful human being, <laughs> just terrible, <laughs> really bad. Uh, so yeah, one of those maybe like uh, sort of like a famous figure you've always admired, like their confidence. Anyone like that? Well, apparently, Anthony Hopkins is quite good like that. He doesn't. He doesn't like rehearsing before a scene. Right. He doesn't meet the person, so he's walking to the room, so it's as if you've met him for the first time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like Hannibal Lecter, he wouldn't let anyone see him before. So it was like you met Hannibal for the first yeah. time on the screen. So he, I'd like to be that mm. cool. It's kind of like, it's interesting when you find out they've done that in a film. Like, I think with, like, 
I've not seen it, but Captain Phillips, like the one with Tom Hanks. Yeah. That, he didn't meet the the pirates that were playing until they actually came yeah. on board and they filmed the scene like he was being like yeah. the ship was being taken over, sort of thing. So it's interesting when like they go to that length to create the feel. Yeah. Part of you also thinks, well, you are an actor, so you could probably just act that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not going to. I mean, he's a better actor than me, I think. But I do just like that confidence of like, I don't know. This will be better with no rehearsal. Let's just do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I'm not panicking that he was Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I don't think I've seen it, but I'm, I'm aware of that. You've never seen Hannibal Lecter? No, no. Silence of the Lambs? No. Dude. There's a lot of films I've not seen. You don't know. Also, some I have. You don't know who Rangers are. You've never seen. I know Silence who Rangers of... are, but I just didn't know get there. You've never <laughs> seen Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, this is taking a turn. Sorry, I've calmed down now. <laughs> just rest against this wooden chair. <laughs> Instant calm down. Mm. Oh, I, feel, okay. I feel great again. <laughs> um, let's try a... This is a, a brand new question for 2015. Oh, wow. 2015. This, this is your exclusive. Yeah, this is my exclusive. Only asked three people so far. I feel pretty honoured. Yeah, yeah, you should do Perfectly natural. Don't let me see the question before you ask the question. I'm just facing away from I'm, I'm actually Hopkins. holding it a bit like this. Okay, Anthony away Hopkins now. Let's do it. Um, what's the greatest journey you've ever been on? Oh, see. I, tr- like, just genuinely, truthfully. Yeah. I was in LA and I drove, we had a big SUV and then we turned off highways on the GPS and then drove to Vegas for the desert. That was just the greatest journey I've ever done. And then, remember, we hit, um, we hit a bit of road, and the sat nav said 66.1 miles, yeah. and it was like a, an arrow straight road. So it done that thing, like, you no, know, like in those pictures where like the road just disappears. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was incredible. So a, that's not very funny, but that is yeah, the, that's, that's that's cool. the best journey yeah. I've ever been on. Tell me a bit more about it. So... It was me. That's pretty lazy interviewing techniques for me. Tell me more about it. Come on, mate. (laughs) Offer something. There's more. Come on. So it was me, three other guys, and then we got in this car. We're driving, and then we all got out and done the obligatory naked with your hands over your bits in the desert photos. And we were taking photos about twenty minutes. No one even drove past or near us or anything. Like um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers thing. I think they've done a photo like that. So we've done that, and then we just put on... We've done this thing called iTunes Battles, which if you're on a long car journey, is amazing. Right, right, yeah. What happens is you put, everyone puts their iTunes on, iPhones on shuffle, mm-hmm. and then you play three songs, and if the other three people at any point, vote, all three people vote out, you stop, because your song's rubbish, you yeah. then move on to the next person. But if you get through all three songs with no one voting you out, you get to play a song of your own choice. So obviously it's a funny thing that after your first two songs are played and you've got through, everyone's in the car, you're just begging to get a good third one in your shuffle so you can then pick a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really good. Because yeah. we we felt we were in Australia and in America, so like there's lots of driving. So obviously getting your own song in the car when you've been in the car for like seven hours is pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty heated. So we just done that. Just listening to amazing music, and the guy that was who was driving, weirdly, used to be the guitarist in Catatonia, right, yeah. a Welsh rock band, sort of poppy rock band thing. 
So his music taste is amazing. Yeah. So I learned loads of cool bands from him and stuff. So it was great. Good music, awesome car. Like in America, renting those cars is nothing. Yeah. Massive SUV, driving for the desert. What's like a, maybe then or like now, if you had to like just play a song, what would it be? A um, choice just to like put one on now mid interview. My, my favourite song of all time mm-hmm. is Jamie T. Uh, Sheila. Yep, that's a very good Because I used to go to the Liquid Rooms in Edinburgh on the indie night, uh, Indigo, and it's my, I love it. And then I used to always put that song, whenever that song came on, all my mates would like come and grab it from the smoking garden or the torch or whatever. That's like my, yeah, that's my tunes. Uh-huh. What's your favourite song? Favourite one? That's, uh, I like a lot of the... Uh, there's one by a band called Guillemots called... I know the Guillemots. Sao Paulo. It's a really long song. Yeah, the really Guillemots like got loads of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's... I think I saw them live. And I, I remember that song. That was like first year uni for me. Yeah. That song. He's a lead singer. Real name, Fife Dangerfield. I definitely know the Guillemots. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. That's his real name. Yeah. So good. Uh, so yeah, that is that question. Um, that's a good question. Thank you very much. How is it going? Yeah, I did a little chop in my hand there. Yeah. And then Ian replicated it. I did. Other, other, other journey was my journey into parenthood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's it, that was the other answer. <laughs> um, let's say there was um, Ian Sterling merchandise. Okay, mm-hmm. If there was an Ian Sterling action figure. Right. What would you want its look to be like? What's like the apparel you think you wear the most, and you'd want to be on this action figure? And who would your arch nemesis be? My action figure would have sort of like old jeans from Top Man that he wear. I wear like every day. Really, really horrible Converse that smell so bad when I'm not on them on, and then. Uh, and then I'd have a beard but I, I've got a, quite a big beard at the minute but I don't think people, many people know I do so it'd have like a removable beard right yeah and I think that'd be special power maybe you should just get the word out there about your beard like tweet I've got a beard guys I think I have and people still don't realise but I've got beard and glasses so like I genuinely people don't recognise me that's my special power I can like run around the corner and like grow a beard yeah and then people go, oh, have you seen him? Where did he go? And I go, he went over there. Because <laughs> yeah. I've got a beard and glasses on now. So you would never know who I was. Yeah, so bad. So I just look like a really generic sort of 20-something yeah. white well, like, man. Part of the like the action figure could be the removable beard. Mm. Like just a bit you can take off and put back on. Yeah, I can, I can just grow No, it'd be like, do you know um, I also had one of these. You know those dolls with the hair and you could pull that, you could cut its hair yeah, and there's yeah, like yeah. a lever you pulled and it, got, it grew more hair yeah, 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 yeah. so I reckon there's a lever in the back of my head that the, be- the beard grows out and then yeah. goes back in yeah. so I can have like yeah I can grow beard on demand yeah. so I can like if I ended up in like a really hipster bar boff beard I'm in yeah. then when I'm going to like east of the road to watch the Hibs game douche no beard I'm yeah. one of the guys uh-huh. yeah. so me I, I just fit in everywhere and everyone would love me. It really work out well. And then someone would buy me new Converse that don't stink. Yeah. So, and who would your arch nemesis be? My arch nemesis would be. It doesn't um, have to be a real person. It could be just a kind of person you create. It would be. Do you know what? It was really doing my nothing at the minute. It would be someone, one of these people that say, 
horribly, obviously liberal stuff on Facebook. So it'd be someone who's with like a phone and they're just doing tweets like, ah, I think racism's bad. <laughs> ah, I can't believe he killed someone. I would never kill anyone. Like that, like, <laughs> like you, like I don't think, I, I think you do that anyway. You idiot. So it'd be someone, a really worthy Facebook user. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be my arch nemesis. And then they would be able to identify me from my Facebook photos, regardless of the beard or not beard. Yeah, so they yeah. would like hoist my yeah. petard. And how do you think you might defeat them in like a final battle? I would defeat them by, by I'd see them doing all that. Ter- they obviously do all that terrible stuff. I'd see them like they'd vote for UKIP, and I'd get like a photo and put it on their Facebook wall, and watch their like persona crumble. <laughs> So yeah, good end to an action film as well. Yeah, that that would be amazing. I would love <laughs> if like the next Die Hard film was just um, Bruce Willis just voted UK at the end. That was it. <laughs> like he got through the he got through all these buildings and was like shooting at him. But then we're all actually all the bad guys in Die Hard are Eastern European. Uh, they Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russian got hands in the first one. They are Europeans, isn't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what Die Hard is. Maybe Die Hard's about just Europeans trying to kill a racist yeah. man. And also, there's a, a new Mission Impossible coming out, so maybe that happens in that. Oh, Tom Cruise is definitely an awful human being, isn't he? He might do that. We'll never know. Yeah, we don't know. Is he the Scientologist one? Yeah, he's one of them. Yeah. I don't really know about that. I don't know much about Scientology. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. Especially on a podcast, we'll <laughs> yeah. get no get us. I do think it's... I mean, I don't want people to say it's silly, though. I think Scientology is as silly as any of the religions. Right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't let people make fun of Scientology because it's stupid. And I'm like, well, they're all silly. I'm not mocking them. I, I think I'm not saying they're bad things at all. I don't. I hate when people do that. But it's no more silly than anything else. It's no more silly than... There was a big bang, and then we came from monkeys. Yeah, that's yeah, as yeah. silly. <laughs> yes. There was nothing. Then there was an explosion, and then there was a monkey, and then the monkey done a podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. I thought I was to get Brian Cox on there. Oh, don't get him on. <laughs> um, so let's go with my trademark question. Oh yes, the trademark. Yeah. Have I earned it? You've earned it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, a lot of interviewers sort of needs. Uh, sort of like your Letterman's and your Conan's you need like real talent and stuff I think you just need one killer question Okay. then you're on your way to the top that's Mate, all you need I thought one joke <laughs> <laughs> one killer question what do you like? oh that is a good question it's not bad because it's like like what do you like? oh I like st- stuff yeah, I like. Every, I like. I, there's nothing I don't like. What do I like? Pasta. Yeah, you've covered pasta. That's any, that is sp- such a good question. Thank you very much. Any specific types of pasta that you prefer? Yeah, I do. I do like the certain ones. Um, I like the egg, the shell ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what that's called? I can't remember, I can't remember what's what called. called, but your description works. And then there's a new one I like now. It's like it's a new pasta. Yeah, it's a new type. It's really good. Guys, we've re- released the new pasta. So it's like spaghetti, but it's thicker, and it's like wavy. Right. 
It's really cool. Please check that out. Oh, me. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you find it from that description. <laughs> I like past I'll just stuff. Google that. I like past. I like comedy. Genuinely, that is probably the. That is actually the. Do you know what? That is the best, biggest thing I like comedy. Yeah. Co- like, I spend my spare time watching comedy and terrible horror films. What is some of the comedy you've been watching lately? Um, Patton Oswald. Yes. American comic. Phenomenal. Um, Nick Thune. Yep, I really like him as well. Great. His special's amazing. Mm. Um, Tommy Tiernan. I've not seen much of Tommy Oh, actually. on Netflix, he's got a special called Crooked Man. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And yeah, it's yeah, the, that. one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And it's filmed in the Roisin dub, which I've done before. It, it's only about a 150-seater pub. Yeah, yeah. And it's the laughter in that room, it sounds like he's doing Wembley. Yeah. Brilliant. He's so good. I like him. I like... Uh, who else do I like? I like... Um, Aziz Ansari. Yep. Not he's. I, mean, I feel really bad saying this because I do really like him, but his newest one's not good. I've not seen it. I've, I've, I've I watched the start of it and then I didn't watch and it. And I'm only saying that because I make it very clear Aziz Ansari is better than me at comedy. Right. Much better yeah. than me. He's amazing. His first three shows on Netflix are amazing. Um, he's great. My favourite at the minute, but it's really cliche, but Bill Burr. Right. Still need to get into him. You've never seen him. I've not seen him. No, like I've seen him on Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. I've seen him on that. Oh, he's great on that. I need to watch. Uh, he's got stuff, yeah. his, his latest specials on Netflix. Yeah. I'd watch. I'd watch you people are all the same first. Cool. I'll watch that one. That's a good little tip for me. There. Yeah, but you, the listeners, <laughs> listeners are also. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got two specials on Netflix, yeah. and they're both amazing. I really like the Chelsea Peretti one. Oh man, that, that um, eating a banana. So it doesn't, oh, yeah, yeah, so it doesn't yeah, yeah. look like you're so it doesn't look like you're sucking a dick. <laughs> yeah. The Chelsea Peretti, Peretti banana joke is one of the best jokes I've ever seen. That's <laughs> worth it. That special, that special is worth it for that yeah, yeah, yeah. joke. And the intro bit's really. Oh funny, yeah, though. she's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what you like. That was very good answers to what do you like. Uh, was it good? I feel yeah, like yeah. it was a bit sincere, and I don't like what I said about Andy's and Sarah because he's. Like one of my favourite comedians of all time. This is that you didn't like his latest thing as much. That's all you said. Yeah, good. I don't want it to come across like I'm being a dick about it. No, you just I preferred his other stuff. Like when you say about a band I did, you I, like, you I loved, I loved his other stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just say that I, I like his new one. I loved his other stuff. Oh yeah, that's good. That's a quote somewhere. Uh, let's go with the deepest question of all now. No. Okay, very deep. Um, what would you like to ask yourself? And this can be like a future you asking you a question or a younger you come to find yeah, out what, something. Because the can I ask for some terms to this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when is I can ask me, so I can ask the future me, like, so, so what happens in the future? That's the future me. Is <laughs> <laughs> a dog. Future you played by a dog. That, that dog is a luxury, actually. It's a beautiful dog. Am I asking me that's a super me that knows about me so I can say, oh, why do I feel this way or act like this? Yeah. And, and, and then I'll know. Yeah. Or is it a normal me but in the future so I can be like, oh, are we going to have hoverboards in 40 years' time and you can answer? Um, it could be that, but it's sort of like, it's more about you. Right, okay. So. I would want to ask um, myself what makes me happy. I feel that's. I always worry about that. 
it's hard to you know what makes you happy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you wonder, oh, does, does partying with my friends make me happy? Does work make me happy? Does relationships make me happy? Like, what is the thing that makes me happy? Yeah. Because it's hard to focus on them, all those things. So I quite like to know, I'd love for me to go, the thing that makes you happy is your job. So just be a stand-up every day of the week and go around the world and do that. And then I go, good, I can do that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rather than going, oh, but what about this house and this part, living in London or living in Edinburgh? Or, do you know what I mean? So it'd be much better just to go, no, this is the thing that makes you happy, do that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'd like to know. Because at the minute I... (laughs) <laughs> at the minute I don't know what, what, what that is so yeah the dog featured a bit there but yeah. good answer but uh, yeah find out what makes you happy that was very important yeah weirdly weirdly deep isn't it yeah 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 we went from my testicles to that that's generally the path of trying to steal, steer all the interviews to like, yeah. from testicles to very deep thoughts lovely uh, and that's sort of the end now so is there anything you'd like to add get off your chest or sort of like maybe plug at the end of this chat sort of thing um, this will be out in about two weeks from yesterday cool well basically I'm Ian Sterling if you want to come and see me do comedy I've got a website and stuff yep. you can google it yep they can I believe I don't I don't like saying my website or anything because I don't want People, you've got. I want people that have got enough nouns, nouns that they can sort of work it out. Right. Google yeah. in my name. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't give on a play. People always say to me, "Oh, where can I see you live?" I'm like, you can literally type in Ian Sterling gig. Yeah. And Google will tell you everywhere I'm yep. going to be. So please, but please do that. Watch lots of comedy. Because the more comedy you watch, the more refined your palate gets, and then you enjoy better comedy. Yeah. Oh, Netflix is the best place to go for that. It's insane the amount of specials they've got. American stomachs are insane. Watch them. Um, and apart from that, don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't be a dick, guys. Yeah, it's very nice. Thank you very much for doing this. Mate, thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed it. That was my chat with Ian Sterling. Thank you very much to Ian for giving me some of his time. If you want to find him on Twitter, he is at Ian Does Jokes. And that's Ian spelled the I-A-I-N way. But you probably know that from, like, the episode title anyway. Probably. You've probably picked it up, you big brainy boys and girls. I hope you don't mind me calling you big brainy boys and girls. I've never done that before. Probably won't do it again. It was a one-off, I promise. Uh, yeah, apo- apologies. Um, and just because I'm a really uh, decent stand-up guy, I'd just like to say to everyone... I hope uh, April contains all you wish it has. I wish, I hope you have a good April. That's basically what I'm trying to get out here. Have a good April, guys. Okay, bye bye. If you like this podcast, you can follow the Twitter account at Chats for You. And if inclined to do so, you could also leave a glowing five-star review on the iTunes store to help it get a little bit more attention. But um, nothing less than glowing. So just to make that clear, a glowing five-star review on the iTunes store. Thank you. This podcast was an Imminent Joy production. Visit imminentjoy.com 
for a bunch of different funny people doing a bunch of different funny things.